that's it. That's what. That's how everybody will shut up. All right. You just put it live, and then you're like, okay, and we're live, and then it, that's it. Everybody'll be moving. Everyone's and, running out the door. But I, 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 I gotta be honest. There, it's like there's a tenseness going on right now. But I don't. I kind of like the energy in this space right now. Yeah. It's a little. You gotta have a little push and pull, a little intensity, don't you? Sure. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And that's exactly what you got going on today because here's the thing, okay? So it was a rough start. Everybody is telling me about how pissed off you are. I'm not pissed. From the minute I got here today. Before, and everybody hit me with their own stuff, uh, you know, problems and questions and things like that. I got yeah. all that stuff happening. But why would I be pissed on a Friday? Specifically you, they said, man, you better watch out for Willie Do today. And I was like, no. Willie no, Do? No, I was like, you got the, are we talking about the same guy? What could he, what could have bugged him? What could have possibly gotten in his way? Well, you, you made it bigger than it actually was. It I've was never, just more like a little frustration. In oh, the morning, it's a tiny little, on a Friday, you know. It's a tiny little. Well, I got nothing to frustrate about. Well, you do, and you're gonna tell us the story right now, aren't you? Well, you and I can commiserate with our Teslas being parked outside because um, there was a ice storm last night, a heavy one. Yeah. And I figured, you know, it would be a nice test for the Model Three, just to park it outside and see what happens. And in the morning, it was a complete disaster. I don't know if it was like that for you. With your but hang client. on a second. Don't you, don't you uh, charge in, in the garage? I do. Um, but not last I, I just want to test it. I want to see. Oh, you, this was voluntary? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious. That is, I, did, I didn't know it was going to be that bad. That's a bold this move. ice storm there. That's a bold move, my friend. Yeah. I was locked out for like an hour. That is a bold <laughs> Couldn't move. Couldn't even get in there. Well, I have techniques for this. Full you know, you could, you could have hit me up. I have techniques for this. Okay, what's that? Well, you were struggling with what? The door handle? Yeah, pretty much all the door handles were frozen over. Yeah. Um, I used the app to unlatch it, mm -hmm. but that didn't work. Like it just unlocked it, but it still needs like a little... Yeah, it's frozen down. Yeah, it's frozen. It's frozen down the seam, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All you gotta do, you got one of those, and you gotta be careful with this, because if anyone's gonna take my advice here, I worry that they might do this wrong, because mm -hmm. there's all types of ways in which you can cause tremendous problems with this. Mm -hmm. But do you have one of those kettles with the really slim nozzle? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Well. Those I'm are helpful. Screwed. No, you're not screwed. Those are helpful because you can be really precise with it. But you really only need to just put some warm water down the seam. That's all you got to do. Uh-huh. And it'll crack. It'll come right over. And right over okay. the door handle okay. as well. Yeah. You'll be in there in about 30 seconds. Oh, really? Yeah. But it is annoying with these hidden door handles. What I, what I noticed on my car is how scared I am of the motorized handles because those things oh, yeah, are yeah, so yeah. powerful. They just... And they just go right through the ice. <laughs> shatters the ice around it it does i swear that's exactly how it works and i'm like you know you heard of the guy who lost a thumb on a mercedes one i can't even remember which one it was right, right. when the motor actually went to close continue to close the door in a soft closed door uh -huh. like these motors have abilities uh -huh. now i know it's meant to have a safety mechanism so that it doesn't 
squeeze the tips of your fingers off. But um, but I had a whole new interpretation of the power of those motors. Yeah, you don't want to mess with it. But then I still had ice everywhere else, and you have the frameless windows uh-huh, as yeah. well. So yeah. they and the mirrors never came out. But I didn't really the side mirrors. I didn't need them because I had the. Well, the cameras were iced up as well. Mine were not. Oh, okay. I wonder why that is. My cameras looked clear as day. They, Pro- they, they, could have been the direction that oh, the yeah, ice yeah, yeah. was coming the from was and blowing. the way that your car was parked. Uh, did you use the defrost option? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, How long it. did you uh, use it for? I don't even know. I just, I knew it was icy. So I, I was like, okay, let me throw it on. I don't remember. Maybe it was 15 minutes. 15. I used it for like 45 minutes. Just to kind of see how it worked out and nothing uh windshield was good yeah the the back glass was good um the side uh mirrors were good it uses a lot of battery though yeah it took off like 12 percent. okay now i'm starting to see now you're starting to bring the emotion to it yeah you tell them tell them we'll tell them i thought the cameras tell tell them so i thought it would defrost the cameras didn't do a good job at it at all um the trunk, I was trying to get the uh, brush out from the trunk. Oh, boy. <laughs> and the whole thing was stuck. Like, the, the trunk that was supposed to be automated, um, supposed to come up. But the whole thing was stuck. I was just left there kind of uh, hopeless in a way. Go get him, well. Um, not a good experience. I don't think I'll ever do that again. But it's nice to kind of know the limitations of it because it was a bad ice storm last night it snowed the whole night that kind of like icy rain i gotta give a disclaimer really quick right now okay what do you want because because i realized i was saying oh just get a kettle do not use boiling water uh, for obvious reasons you will shatter the glass on your car we're talking about like a little <laughs> a little bit of a uh, right I only there. said the kettle not because I preheated it or boiled it but just yeah. cuz I have precision with the nozzle but I'm just using warm water. Sure, sure. Like not not even hot. Yeah. It doesn't take much to bust that seal and just give you enough leverage. Yeah, <sighs> that's that's all you need really. Can't believe I uh You know why though? It's part of this is cuz I've had so many uh, trucks over the years uh-huh. and I've, I've always had uh, bed covers on the trucks and sometimes I've had the rolling style metal right, bed covers right. and they would freeze and so I came up I got all these techniques uh. you can see some people over here suggesting you get like a uh, one of those hot water type bottles that you you like, will put on your stomach if you're sick okay, or something yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's another one you could probably use to yeah. like melt some stuff and obviously you could probably get a hair dryer going if you really want it sure this stuff all sucks it but does, yeah. What it has led to, though, is now in this studio, we have like a, a, an ocean of Tesla water going on at the back. Yeah, there's a couple lakes there. <laughs> oh my God, I got new lakes. I got hit and it's Will as the mob going on. Yeah. And I'm about to pull mine over there, and it's just, I'm scared to see what it's going to look like when we go back there. Yeah. Because. I just heard like some of the ice coming off, but it, you know, listen, it's always a learning experience with these things. And was that, so was that the only thing that went wrong for you? Sort of put a delay on you, I guess. Um, yeah, the side mirrors were stuck. One of them was good. The other was stuck. I had to manually like uh, force it into place. Uh-huh. Uh, and then it was fine. The okay. driving experience was fine. Okay. Uh, nothing wrong with it. It, 
acted like a regular vehicle afterwards. Okay. All right. So, because I'm yeah. just gonna say right now, as much as we're, we're we're going on the Tesla angle with it, and it does suck because when you go to defrost it, it's using a lot of uh, juice. Mm. But you know, my wife was trying to leave, and her car was frozen up too. That was on the yeah, driveway, it, so yeah. it could happen to any. And I was having to do techniques to get that baby going too. So it's not exclusive to Tesla. It's just when you got the EV going, the heating system just seems to be. You using so much more of your range that mm. when you're doing these defrosts and stuff, it uh, as convenient as it is, you're on your phone, pop the app, yeah, you get in there, you lost 100 kms because it's like, how did that happen? Because you wanted to melt the ice. Uh-huh. Obviously, a gas powered vehicle is not the case when you get the defrost going, yeah, it's different efficiency when it comes to actually heating. So, but uh. Well, I'm glad that you've, 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 you've we're here now, and you kind of t- you kind of have now eased, and you're in a more meditative state now. Yes. The aggression is down because when Fire I off my chest because when I got over here before, like when I got to the back over there, mm-hmm. it was not a meditative state that you were in. You were the way you were slamming and mopping, and and uh, yeah. there was no hello, there was no exchange. Yeah, like yeah. basically, I was in and out. I rolled in and 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 you like the way you just you turn your back you just you're like yeah you were in a different state of mind because I I saw the lake that I was creating <laughs> and uh, I didn't want to do that <laughs> cleaning that up oh and I didn't want to do that yeah, very straightforward <laughs> not for me you also had to bring the donut with you today yeah I felt like he missed the studio oh really you know and um i saw you shushing him earlier the moment i brought him in i realized that he didn't want to be in the studio because <laughs> kovu was here and they fight so yeah it happens <laughs> i entertain him with the trump doll over there so that gets him whatever hey look man whatever floats your, floats his boat his yeah. boat your boat is his boat yeah, you can chew on and you're it. gonna need a boat with the lake that we got going on in the back <laughs> over there so <laughs> Oh, baby, it's Friday. We made it, ladies and gentlemen. We made it to a Friday. It's funny we're talking about Tesla. It's funny we're talking about Teslas because I'm sure you saw this, like, sort of recall that happened Mm -hmm. yesterday on... Well, I'm sure you have it in there, but we don't don't have to get there right away. But it's... uh, Well, what kind of recall was it? Oh, should well, we we'll, talk yeah, about you know, it later, you know what? We'll get to that. That's okay. a, that's a because I'm curious myself. That's a cliffhanger. Uh, first news is is related to YouTube actually, uh. which we were thinking about trying to get a clip out as soon as it happened because, I mean, you think of YouTube, you think of Susan, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Because Susan's been there for so long. I mean, I don't know exactly how long, but I mean, I remember meeting her. Uh, YouTube Creator Summit in New York. Like, I don't even want to... I can't even guess the year right now. It might have been... might have been 2014. Hmm. You know, something like that. And she was already over there. So it's like, gotta be a decade uh, or more. Like, I could be completely... I'm just, like, reflecting on my own experience. So so the... Uh, the What was her title? CEO? Yeah, CEO. CEO. YouTube CEO. Uh, YouTube CEO Susan Wajits. What, what, oh, you go take a crack at that. I heard it was Wajiki. Wajiki. Yeah. That's fine. I, I can could do be that. Wrong. Susan Wajiki says she's stepping down. She's uh, 
passing the torch. She's done with the YouTube. Well, not done, done. These They're never really done, done. They're like, well, they're going to be the advisor. We're going to... Actually, you know what? I should mention in her case, I don't know how long she's been on the YouTube job. It's at least a decade or around a decade. But she also was there at the early days of Google. She was over there with Larry. She was over there with Sergey. Okay. You didn't know that, did you? In the garage over there, early days of Google. So she has been involved in the technology space. Mm. Her net worth is estimated at 765 million in 2022. So she's no, it's no laughing matter. Yeah. There's no goofing and no joking, I'll tell you that. Um, Stepping down after, what does it say? She was the 16th uh, employee at Google, or, or, or Googler number 16, as they say. Huh. Can you even imagine? What do they got employees now? She number 16. Yeah. She saw the whole thing happen. Uh-huh. That's not that different. And stayed there for quite a long time. Damn. Anyway, so taking over for her. Well, she. By the way, she said, and just shout out to Susan in general for being so involved with the community as well. Like mm. at the events... Showing up on creator channels for interviews and things, uh, listening to concerns and things like that. So 25 years at Google, I'm stepping back to start a new chapter. I'm inspired every day by Chris. So, so she doesn't mention how long she had that title at YouTube. But anyway, 25 years at Google. That's, that's like, Mo's only 28 years old. That's <laughs> Mo's whole life, man. Yeah. Stepping back to start a new chapter I'm, chapter, I'm inspired every day by creators around the world who bring people together on YouTube. It's been an honor to have a front row seat to this incredible opportunity. So, yes, shout out to Susan for uh, being accessible, being uh, having the dialogue going back and forth, hearing the concerns. Uh, man, I, I, could, I, I swear I've seen her and other executives from the company sit on the stage and get just busted by YouTubers. Why is my thing, well, my thing like that, my subscriber never got the damn video, blah, blah, blah. Was that you? No, not me. I just sit there. I'm just eating the popcorn in the Uh, corner. I'm just like, damn, people are angry. Well, I don't want to say the truth. I'm like, well, actually, your videos suck. Oh, (laughs) jeez. I mean, so do mine, whatever. Like, it's, uh, (laughs) audiences move on, things change, times change, people watch long form, short form. Like, there's two things happening in the YouTube realm, man. It's like, it's what you, it's what you want to do, and it's what people want to see. And sometimes those things overlap more so than others. And you can't go after only one, and you can't go after only the other. You kind of got to be in some sort of hybrid of those two mm. in order to satisfy all parties, because you're a big part of the party, right? That yeah. you are doing, in, engaging in something that you also enjoy. It's a fine balance and mix where all these brands and uh, people that have surfaced via this social media. Another thing I got to give a shout out YouTube, and I know she's part of it as well, is just the partner program in general, bringing the creator into the revenue stream in order for people to sort of legitimize the idea of investing in this space, you know, before other social media was prepared to do anything close and to put pressure on other social media to make adjustments and be more competitive when it comes to creativity creators in general. Uh, so I know she played a big role in that. So shout out for that. Uh, she will be replaced by Neil Mohan, who we actually had on this show. She yeah. was, we were talking about shorts, I think a lot on that. Yeah. And sort of what, like how big of a deal that was and how that was going to affect the sort of OG version. But it was a, it was a wide reaching kind of 
uh, interview. There it is. Yeah. So this is at the time he's the chief product officer, and now he'll take on the CEO role. Yeah. But this he's also accessible. You can go talk to him. I mean, you can. Uh, there's a lot of people who have a lot of opinions on all and all and any changes that take place on YouTube and initiatives and so forth. But this is an example of access because what you know, what are we doing? This is Lou Later over here, and he's on Lou Later. Like he came, and, and who knows? Maybe we'll get him back, or maybe he's a big shot now. He's CEO. I don't know, but <laughs> maybe no time. maybe we'll get him back on because his setup was good. Did you yeah, see his yeah, setup over smooth. there? Yeah, he yeah. had a good se- he nice. had a good setup going on. He's got the pop filter going on, like this legit stuff here. He got the Arcteric shirt going on. <laughs> right, Will? Yeah, it's a decent brand. He got everything going on over yeah. there. So uh, congrats to him. He got, he's got the CEO. Well, congrats. And also, like, there's some pressure that comes with it because Susan was there. People were comfortable with it. Sure. Now he's got to live up to that. And, I mean, what can I say? I, I think she's going to still, it's going to be an advisory situation, right? Okay. And... Look at that. In 2006, she actually advocated for the $1.65 billion purchase price of YouTube. Woo-hoo, baby. Oh. She's like, yeah, it's a good deal. They're like, are you sure? They're like, do it. And then all of a sudden, now it's worth it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Could you even imagine trying to put a value on YouTube? Imagine it, Will. Yeah. And enabled so many creators because of the partnership program as well. They can create businesses out of YouTube, so. So Susan actually spent 15 years of her career working with Mohan, the new head of YouTube. First, when he came over to Google with the double-click acquisition in 2007, and as his uh, role grew to become SVP of display and video ads. Unbelievable stuff. Shout out, Susan. Uh, Have a a wonderful time in your new endeavors, Mm -hmm. and uh, good luck on on everything. Yeah. Uh, Leaked image appears to show the iPhone 15 Pro with a USB-C port and a titanium design. Leaked images and not renders. Well, easy over there. Yeah. Easy this over looks there. Legit. That you know what yeah. that you want to know what that looks like to me? It looks like a USB-C port. <laughs> yeah. That's what it looks like to me. And it looks like the same type of screw heads that Apple uses and the speaker grills that Apple uses. And you know what else it looks like to me? Huh? It looks like titanium. Oh. These are all things I like. Well, yeah. I like titanium. What is that song called? Titanium? No. What am I thinking of? Was it Katy Perry or something? No. Is that Katy Perry? No. I am titanium. Is it Katy Perry? Maybe. Something like I don't that. I don't know. Why do I have to think about that right now? It's a good song. I am titanium? Is that what it means? Yeah. Like I am? Yeah. Wow. Because it's strong it's or it's dur- strong. and durable. Yeah. And, uh, oh, David Guetta. Is it? Okay. I am Tatani. Yeah. But who yeah. sings it, though? Apologize for that. You know? Every it's everyone saying oh, Sia. Sia Titanium oh, no. and David Katie. Guetta. Okay, that's what we rely off. Of. Uh, thanks, yeah. guys. <laughs> Following the report on the first CAD renders for the iPhone 15 Pro this afternoon, newly leaked image may offer a look at the iPhone 15 Pro's USB-C port and a rumored new titanium design. Well, you got to go titanium. You got the Watch Ultra now. You're going to call this Phone Ultra. You want to sell the damn phone, don't you? Mm. So I got the Watch Ultra going. 
and then I need the phone altar to go with it. And you know what it's going to have to have? You know what I'm going to want in it, Will? I'm going to want a titanium body. I'm going to want fast charging over Type-C. And I'm going to want a nice little hold switch on it that's orange in color. Mm. That's what I'm going to want. Of course. I'm going to want increased durability. You know what else I'm going to want? Increased battery life. Can you deliver, Mr. Tim Cook? Titanium. He is titanium. Do you think they're going to get Making Sia? Up lyrics. You think they're going to get Sia at the We're keynote? And, right and David, well, because I'm hitting the note yeah. as well, right? Yeah. It's uncanny. You know, I I started to I put the Withings watch back on the okay, less yeah. the less smart smartwatch with 30 days of battery life. Yeah. I just put that back on because I was just, well, you know, I wanted something less distracting. I turn off notifications anyway. It was so annoying when you're shooting videos and stuff and you got personal information popping on your wrist. Like, and Mo's like, hey, is your, uh, make sure your your wrist is off. And I'm just like, ah, ah. Yeah. God, It's not a good look. It's a lot on display, isn't it? It's a nice look. Type of messages. I like the battery life. I like the, I still get the tracking going on. And, okay. you know, want to know something weird? Even though I got the giant wrist going on with the, like, I'm wearing the small one. I just okay. said, you know what? I actually couldn't find the big one. I go, you know what? I'm going to wear the small one. And now I don't even really notice that much. I'm wearing it's okay, lightweight. Yeah, yeah. It's lightweight. It's got a classic design to it. Uh-huh. I'm tracking a thing or two. Okay. So let's just. See how it goes. All right. All right. See how it goes. Not made of titanium. Uh, The rumored iPhone 15 Pro design with thinner bezels, a thicker camera, and USB-C port shown off in renders. Now, these renders are what I saw. I didn't see the picture of the bottom of it with the actual titanium stuff going on. Mm. This is actually what I saw. And the camera hump grows, continues to grow. It's not like the Samsung approach over here. The Samsung approach, let me take this later case off. Samsung approach, they were trying to get it embedded like this, right? Uh-huh. Look at that. They were trying to get they were trying to RIP the hump. And then Apple was like, "Oh, no you didn't. No you don't. We're still humping." There's so many extrusions. Like there's 3. We're still humping. So oh. like uh like a donut or Otis, which one humps? They both do. Uh, <laughs> they sneak in there while the other's distracted. Yeah, I saw an image of the of the 15 compared to the 14 compared to the 13. And you just see it just going up and up and yeah. getting bigger and bigger. And then people asking, when will it all end? It's very top heavy. It's going to get top heavy. Top heavy from a design standpoint, but also just from a weight standpoint when you're holding it. Because uh. you know the way you hold, right? You hold towards the bottom. And then you get more weight up top, and it kind of changes the balance. But maybe they'll find a way through the use of materials like titanium to, to actually keep it lightweight. Mm-hmm. The thing about titanium is strong, but it's light. Okay, yeah. Just like uh, just like Sia says. Yeah. Oh, God, we got to move on, don't we? I say, there's, there's no more titanium in this show, all right? The word is no yeah, longer available. So these renders are via Ian Zelbo. He created a series of renders that was then shared with 9to5Mac and then, of course, reposted on Mac Rumors because it's got to be. It's expected to have somewhat thinner bezels than the 14 Pro models, plus a minor change to the curve of the edges. The frame is slightly more curved, and the glass curves into the end edges, a subtle but noticeable tweak. Well, we've seen this from other brands. Like, not a total waterfall edge, but just a slight increase in in 
mm. curve just to give you the feeling of slimness without mm. you even knowing why. You're just like, oh, yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. slim. It works. The current generation Pro Max phone feel like a tank. Right. Just like, goosh, brick. And the thinner bezels, it's, uh, yeah, it does a lot. You know what? Just I make it look thinner. You know what? Actually, we got a video coming out with the brick of all bricks. As soon as this show is over, I want you guys to hang in there and hang on. We're counting on your support here, big time. You got to head over to Unbox Therapy when this broadcast is over. You understand? And because we have the brick of all bricks coming up as far as smartphones. And if you're watching this after the fact, just go over to Unbox Therapy and look for the latest upload. But yeah, I mean, all in all, it doesn't look that different, the 15, based on these renders. Uh, you got the bigger, the bigger battery hump, possibly the different materials in use, as suggested from the previous leak. Type-C, finally. And obviously, your other usual improvements. The dyna dynamic island is still there. The bezels are shrunken. Bezels, yeah. Yeah. I get it. I got it. I get it. Got it good. You want to take a break? Let, you know what? Let's go ahead. Let's. You know what, Will? We'll come back strong. You know what, Will? Huh? We're going to come back better than ever after this break. All right. Today's sponsor, ZocDoc. You can find your local specialist doctors all online where you already are. ZocDoc is going to make it easy for you to stop putting off that visit to the primary care, to the dentist, dermatologist, and so on and so forth. Even eye doctors they got over there. Even OBGYNs they got over there. And here's the best part, let me tell you. You go to this website. You see, say what you're looking for. You get to read the reviews on the doctor, dentist before you go. Like everything else you do online. You get to see what's available in terms of appointments right online. You get to see whether or not your insurance is going to work over there right online. This sounds like a no-brainer to me. I know people hate the process of doing this. They're going to take the hated portion out of it because now you get to see everything beautiful and organized. You even get to see the wait time on there. And if it's good or not, excellent wait time. 99% of patients wait less than 30 minutes. You do the entire booking there, and then you just bring your body. ZocDoc. There are better ways to get answers you want. On ZocDoc, finding the doctor that's right for you is seamless. The quality care you need is just a few taps away in the ZocDoc app. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed and are available when you need them and treat almost every condition under the sun. When you're not feeling right and just trying to hold it together, finding great care shouldn't take up all your energy. That's where ZocDoc comes in. Using their free app that millions of users rely on, you can find the right doctor that meets your needs and fits your schedule. Book an appointment with a few taps in their app and start feeling better faster. Go to ZocDoc.com slash Lulator and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc.com slash Lulator. ZocDoc.com slash Lulator. We're also sponsored by Factor, which is kind of a nice little combo there. Yeah. Right with the health type of feeling because look at this. This is healthy eating and it's made easy. And this is as simple as popping it in, heating it up, and enjoying. But it's been cooked in advance to perfection by professionals. Mm. It's never frozen, actually. And it's all types of different options, whether you're looking for a more protein-oriented meal, 
Or maybe you're looking for a sun-dried tomato chicken, creamy Parmesan chicken, spicy poblano beef bowl. I love when they put the poblano in there. But anyway, you can see if it's got the keto label or the protein label, and it's tons of different meals to choose from. It helps you arrange your meals for like the week if you want. And then uh, it also makes sure that you stay on track with whatever your health goals happen to be. You get the little calorie smart, like the portion size. You never know with this stuff. So you're like, oh, yeah, no, I, yeah, I, you know, I put the meal in and I'm good to go. So you can see some selections for February 18th to 24th or 25th to 03 uh, and moving into March. It's uh, as simple as plugging in the ones that you want and skipping the ones that you don't. And it simplifies your meal process. It makes it easier for you to skip the fast food and actually reach for something that can be both extremely convenient and nutritious. That's factor. Get Factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. Ready in just two minutes, no prep, no mess. Head to factormeals.com slash lulater50 and use the code lulater50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code lulater50 at factormeals.com slash lulater50 to get 50% off your first box. Go check them out. And we're back. Thank you. Appreciate that. I actually had a bite of a cookie and it had coconut. Mm. Uh, you ever had coconut in a cookie, Will? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pretty good. Good for you. I think coconut's actually underrated, to be honest. Oh, that's great. Like, I just think people don't appreciate it enough. It's a unique, such a unique thing. Mm-hmm. Unique flavor, unique texture. Did we talk about this on the show before? My appreciation for coconut? Um, no. Okay, well, I'm glad we covered it. AI, you kidding? Apple is working on a brand new iPhone text app. You might find it creepy. Oh, what is this? The tech giant has quietly filed a patent application for a new feature, which would see iPhones read messages aloud in the owner's voice. In the owner's voice? Yeah. Whose voice? My voice? Yeah. If you train it. I guess it's able to maybe read your own or their own messages. But I don't want somebody else's message in my own voice. Wouldn't that be weird? You mess from your wife, it's you? It's terrifying. Apple would be the first tech company to do this as long as the patent is approved. Well, Apple fans can already ask Siri to read messages aloud to them using the read my latest message command. This is a whole new ballpark. In response to receiving a message from a contact named John, a user may desire to listen to the message in John's voice. Okay, this I can, (laughs) this makes more sense. It's weird it said your own voice. It enhances yeah. user experience while increasing efficiency of the device by eliminating the need for the user to read the receive message. iPhone owners would have to agree to share a voice file with all the data needed for the mm. device to mimic their voice, according to patently Apple. So it's like a deep fake type. Mm-hmm. You train it. You choose to train it. Well, people are going to do it. People already did the emojis. They're like, look, it's me. Yeah. I wear glasses or a hat. It, that must be me. That must be me. <laughs> why, do they, why do they sound so derpy? <laughs> that must be me. Oh, boy. <laughs> you said it was Friday, man. You did. I didn't. I didn't choose this. I didn't choose this life. Not Derpy Friday. I didn't choose this life. 
Chill Friday. Yeah, no, I did. I did. I, th- I think I might have chosen this life, actually. Would you do this? Do uh, you listen to audio, like, converted to audio So messages? I'm big about assistant when I'm in the car. You don't want to be reading. So it, uh-huh. I definitely listen to it, and it's in the voice of the assistant, I guess. Uh-huh. Um. I don't know, it might be creepy. Like, it's a, it's a simulated, like, synthesized version of yeah. the voice of the user. And then sometimes it is and sometimes it, times it isn't because everybody doesn't opt in. It's a creepy feature. I think, I think some people will think it's creepy, for sure. And some, okay. But some are going to dive right in, especially the mega fans. Mm-hmm. If it actually existed, and it's just a patent application at the moment. What if it's 100%? I it want, has your, their cadence and everything. Then sure, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I guess, right? Okay. Why not? It's like, um, it's equivalent of leaving like a voice message. Like people already do that to a certain extent. Inside of text, you can put an audio clip. Uh huh. It's way faster than texting. That's true. And it's, it is your actual voice. So this does seem a bit odd, but I know that like people are very comfortable with texting and text to speech. So they'll probably use it more frequently than they do voice message, even though the feature's there. Yeah. So. This would be kind of... Uh, Let me tell you unsettling. what would be actually creepy is if you took that voice and then applied it as your assistant voice for everything. And all of a sudden, I have like <laughs> Will's voice as my... Like anything that I say. Yeah. Like that would be creepy. Navigation, mm-hmm. turn right, turn left. And it's like... Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's just the constant lisp. It would be like, hey, man, don't use me like that. Yeah. I didn't agree to that. And I'm not saying that Apple would let that happen, but you know how people are, Will. The assistant. People are gonna crack and hack. Like a fart joke or something. People are gonna and crack and hack. You got the crackers and hackers going in there. They crack it up. They hack it up, and then they got their best pals or maybe even celebrities. You maybe you got Elon reading all your directions. Right. right. You know. Yeah. Although I don't know, you could probably. I remember there was a time. Remember those navigation systems uh, before Google Maps, Tom Tom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They probably still exist, to be honest, but. <laughs> They had a thing where you could pay like six bucks. It was kind of like, uh, what do you call it in a game when you buy the skins and stuff? What, you, what is the word for that? Like a freemium? But it wasn't freemium because sure. you needed the hardware. But you get these add-ons. Yeah. D- DLC. That's the word I was looking for. Okay, yeah. You could get DLC and it could be like Homer Simpson's voice or Snoop Dogg or something. I can't remember the options. Mm-hmm. Is that something you want? Well, what are you looking for in an assistant voice? Yeah, I want an assistant to be like a natural voice and we can select different voices. It doesn't have to be like a celebrity or something, but just it has to have a right cadence and be able to deliver a message like a human being. But that's the hard part, apparently. Yeah. Um, but right. yeah, I mean, it's it's cool. Well, we'll see. If, we'll see what transpires. People got to right. get past the privacy component of yeah. training an AI to speak exactly like because it's a risk factor. And Apple will tell you, "Oh, neural secure enclave." They're going to just say enclave six thousand times in the presentation. Yeah. But that capability and that type of training that you submit to, you start to wonder, like, what if it was used in a nefarious way? And it sounds like you. It's like that. You did you say that? And you're like, that's yeah. not me. That's yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's going to be that good, but you know what I'm saying here. Well, yeah. People are skeptical. All this AI, this and that. Mm-hmm. Tile adds undetectable anti-theft mode. Let's go, Tile. To tracking devices with a one million dollar fine if used for stalking. What? Oh my god! 
$1 million? Yeah. AirTag competitor Tile today announced a new anti-theft mode for tile tracking devices, which is designed to make tile accessories undetectable by the anti-stocking scan and secure feature. This is what everybody asked me when my car got stolen. They said, well, wait, if you got AirTags and stuff, then doesn't the thief themselves recognize that the AirTag is in there because they could get pinged on their iPhone that says, sure, hey, there's sure. an unknown... And I was like, well, that's why yeah, you got to good point. I was like, that's why you got to put like three and then it's just not worth the hassle of them trying to find them and remove them and right. just hide them well. Yeah. Sure, they could be found. But what if you want to go a step further and have them be undetectable? Like in my case, I think it might be enough of a hassle for the typical auto thief. It might be enough of a hassle where they're like, ah, I, I was trying to be in and out of here in five, ten minutes. And now I got to hunt down this tracking device. I was thinking that could be a deterrent in and of itself, that the message might actually be a good thing in that case. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But maybe there's an argument here as well that if they're, they get really good at finding them and removing them from the vehicle and they're willing to spend the time to do that once they've already cut the horn, spoiled the alarm and everything else, then what about having one of these that's undetectable? Mm. A little tile unit. And of course they do it in stealth black, don't they? Mm. Scan and Secure is a security measure that Tile implemented in order to allow iPhone and Android users to scan for and detect nearby Tile devices to keep them from being used for stalking purposes. This is the same feature that AirTags themselves have. Tile felt pressure to put that in as well because all of a sudden everyone was talking about stalking. Unfortunately, Scan and Secure undermines the anti-theft capabilities of Tile because a stolen device's Tile can be located and removed. So this is more if it's in your backpack or something. Mm. And someone goes, oh, Scan and Secure, yeah, there's a Tile in there, and then they just look for it in the backpack and rip it out right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay so not necessarily just the car yeah that's you know what that's the sound of that's the sound of a, a brown bear scratching his back against the bark <laughs> of a tree yeah so now you got the anti-theft mode, which disables scan and secure. So the stalking type people, or people, not the stalkers themselves, but those that were more interested or worried about the stalking aspect might not like this very much. Mm. Because now the tile tracking device will not be able to be located by a person who does not own the tracker. They're not going to have any idea. You, you could plant it on somebody, or you're, obviously the intention is your own stuff. But to prevent stalking with anti-theft mode, Tile says that customers must register using multi-factor identification in the first place. So it's that they're like, we need to know it's actually you. You're not a criminal, I suppose. And agree to stringent usage terms, which include a $1 million fine if the device ends up being used to track a person. Wow. That is a really interesting and seemingly risky idea. But I guess if they get the signatures and the million-dollar liability and everything else, mm -hmm. this is unprecedented stuff, though, technology. You're signing, you're signing a million-dollar deal. So who gets the $1 million? Tile or the police? Well, it's to protect it. So uh, presumably Tile would be the one that would get sued in a court case or some scenario where they said, hey, this really bad thing happened because of your device. Mm. This million dollars is a type of insurance that you would be liable personally for those damages. Mm. Personally meaning the person who uh, utilized the device. I guess by signing their TOS. It's more than a TOS. That's a straight up. Contract. That's a straight up right there. <laughs> straight up. That's a straight up. Yeah. That's a straight up. That's a, that's a deal and a half right there. This is interesting. It's very interesting. I think right now what's going on with auto theft, I think you can see people popping a lot of these babies in there. Yeah. 
Yeah. Just pop those babies in the car. I think you're going to see it, Will. Okay. I wonder if they'll charge more or less or the same amount of money as the regular tracker. Maybe a little bit more. A little bit more, I would say, yeah. but I don't know. It's like the ultimate Maybe, tracker. Maybe. I don't know. Tesla fired dozens of Gigafactory workers after Tuesday's union announcement. Okay. Listen, I when was this posted, by the way? Feb 16? Okay, so yesterday... All I know, I don't know anything anymore because all these headlines that were coming out about this unionization thing, and then Tesla put out their own They're like, that's not true. press release, and they said, yeah, none of that. And you're just like, yeah. oh, God, I don't, am I going to Buffalo? Well, if anybody could go report on this, it's us, Will, because it's only an hour and a half over there. Okay, we're on it's it. It's a little bit icy, though, and our cars don't have the range for it. <laughs> <laughs> our Tesla cars aren't going to get us there fast enough. We're no. just going to miss a couple episodes and... Uh, Get the facts right. Listen, listen, listen. The workers' union has filed an NLRB complaint alleging illegal retaliation for workers organizing at the company's Buffalo, New York facility. Yeah, so Elon got really pissed at this report, uh, and then they issued their own, and then he went on Twitter, and he's like, false, false. Does anyone actually doing their job? Where are the journalists? Where is the Willie do? That's what he said. I'm trying, Elon. Allegedly. That's what he said, Allegedly. The complaint, which was first reported by Bloomberg, alleges that firings came in retaliation for union activity and to discourage union activity. The Workers United Union is seeking a federal court injunction to protect employee rights in its NLRB filing. This is a form of collective retaliation against the group of workers that started this organizing effort and is designed to terrify everyone about potential consequences of them organizing. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to be the radio report yeah, from nineteen forty six. Okay, yeah. I feel like it was like and before. Running going around the track really quickly. Okay, and, yeah, yeah. The horses? Yeah, they, they, the there you go. Yeah. 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 Or the yeah, I guess announcers in general. They, what the announcers always tell you <laughs> Yeah. You said it was Friday, not me. Yeah. So what's true anymore? What do you believe? What's true? Yeah. Truth social. That's what's true. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> ah! Ah! I don't know. You know, you want to know what the truth about what's true? I'll tell you the truth about what's true is whatever people want it to be. Like social media has created an environment ripe for individuals to generate their own version of truth and it's terrifying because it means we can agree on absolutely nothing nothing that's what happens when there's no agreed upon truths chaos ensues you gotta have we gotta agree on some things some base level cooperation kind of ideas here if we can't get the any of the if all the fundamentals are up for grabs yeah Chaos ensues, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you need to know, if you like you need to know when you reach for a door handle, it opens a door. Yeah. And you know why I use that example? Because you were locked out. You were froze out of your own car. No. And that was a new thing for you. Mm-hmm. You're a different guy. There was Willie Do that never got froze out of his Tesla, and now there's a Yeah, I'm a change of man. There's a Willie Do that has a new truth for Willie Do over there. Yeah. Well, but that's a real truth. That's a real thing that happened. And people believe you and trust you because you've been so good on the fundamentals. Mm. Well, you get flimsy with those fundamentals. 
And people don't know what to believe anymore. Uh, yeah, yeah. Don't get flimsy with those fundamentals. All right, I'll try not to. Tesla tries to get owners of older Model S X vehicles to upgrade with an enticing offer. Oh, is this for me, Will? Yeah. I got to upgrade already? I just got it. Just I just got it, though. Do I really? <laughs> Tesla's attempting to get owners of older S and X vehicles with unlimited suit. Oh, I don't have unlimited suit. <laughs> you had to know when they said that. They're like, yeah, for life. For life. Are you sure? For life. For life. Yeah, yeah, you're good. It's like, no way, you're lying. Model 3 and Y sales are going through the roof. The more expensive S and X models are a little more difficult to move. Now Tesla's come up with an interesting new offer for owners of older Model S and X vehicles to upgrade to newer versions. The automaker has started reaching out to owners of an S or an X with unlimited supercharging, which is pre-September 2018, but it was also reintroduced sporadically and offering them an extra five grand on their trade-in if they buy a new Model S. They're like, please, you're costing us. But it is cool. The offer is also available to Canadian Tesla owners who will receive an extra $7,000. But here's the take. While it's hard to value since it depends entirely on how you use your Tesla vehicle, 5000 is a good offer to give up on free supercharging for most people. That's at the current price of, yeah. of uh, the electricity at the superchargers. But I don't know why. There seems to be this like foreboding... Uh, ominous hum in the background and where people are thinking, wait a sec, when every car's electric and they can't build these things fast enough and the grid is getting juiced, hmm. are we having the rates? What's happening to the rates? What's happening to the nighttime charging? All these things. Hmm. People have their questions. And and I can understand why someone would want to hold on to their unlimited, having anything unlimited, you want to hold on to it. Mm-hmm. You're like unlimited. It sounds amazing. It's like when they first started launching unlimited voice and data plans. Yeah. Wait, the, but those ones weren't actually unlimited. Sky's the limit. You know? Tesla recalls. Oh, here we go. This is the story that uh, I was hearing about last night. Of course, I was also skeptical because, it was, yeah, it this, uh, what, what would you call it? Sensationalism. Mm. Which, like, you know, a little bit is okay. Intrigue is okay. A little bit of finesse and things is, is fine. But, like, what, in this case, what is a recall? Like, a recall is weird because you had an automotive world yeah. prior to OTA updates yep. that actually required recalling the physical vehicle to make the adjustment. Mm -hmm. Now, in this case, the 362,758 vehicles that are having the self-driving concern, which is like pretty much every Tesla that it has sure. this feature enabled, but it's a huge, huge number, but none of them will be physically recalled from what I understand, unless they can't get access to an internet connection for the update, because the update is going to be OTA. Yeah. I don't like that word recall for OTAs. I feel like they need to change it to well, I got to be on here. digital recaller. When I, I saw know. this headline exactly like this, I was like, oh. Yeah. It's like, my other car didn't come back from the theft yet. Now I've been driving this one. And I'm like, oh. I was imagining being without the vehicle. Mm -hmm. But then I read through and it's like, well, it's going to, it's an OTA update. And then I'm like. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that's not going to really. It's very misleading. Mess me up too much. Yeah. But let's see how they phrase it over here. The National Highway Traf Traffic Safety. But it's set up in a premise that. These things, major things can't be changed, right? This, this National Highway Traffic Administration, they've been around long before OTAs. 
announced Tesla would recall 362,758 vehicles due to safety issues with full self-driving beta software. I guess you could recall the software. We're Hey, we're taking the software back, but yeah. you're just doing it over the air. Tesla's stock lost ground after the announcement, finishing down more than five and a half points on the day amid a broader market downtrend. That's their way of saying, well, a lot of things were down. Mm -hmm. The recall notice said that Tesla's experimental FSD beta software may allow the vehicle to act unsafe around intersections, such as driving th straight through an intersection in a turn-only lane or through a stop sign, controlled intersection, just fly right through. Yeah, you, mm -hmm. don't, you don't want that. Listen, man, when I have the FSD going, I'm paying attention, all right? I am not. I'm paying attention still. I know there's clips of people asleep on the freeway and stuff, but... I'm saying especially when I'm going through the intersection, I'm still skeptical. Will that change in a decade? Probably. Yeah. But right now, I'm like, my hand is a little bit on that yoke as I go through, ready to modify at any moment in a moment's notice. Mm -hmm. The notice also states the FSD beta system may not respond to changes in posted speed limits or not adequately, adequately account for the driver's adjustment of the, of the vehicle's speed to exceed posted speed limits. So this is true. Sometimes it doesn't adjust. I'll see the sign. I'll know that I've moved from like an 80 to a 50 zone, and I'm talking kilometers. And eventually it'll adjust, but not quickly enough. Mm. That would be satisfactory to the highway traffic mm -hmm. control, whoever they are cops and whatever else um they say that this that this is going to affect 2016 to 2023 model s 2017 to 2023 model 3 and 2020 to 2023 model y vehicles equipped with full self-driving software or pending the installation did so you get the update it's pretty much like everything well i don't know no i didn't update my car recently oh okay but it's working as it had been working oh look at this so we so here we have a tweet from Sam Chorus who says seems like there should be terminology introduced to differentiate between recalls and software updates yeah. because you know one requires something to be recalled and the other doesn't and then Elon says definitely the word recall for an over the air software update is anachronistic and is just flat wrong well I agree recall is I don't know maybe there's another word rather than update because update also doesn't seem severe enough. Like update makes it feel like you intended the previous version. And I understand how with software, it's constantly improving. And it's also kind of optional. But you need a like. way of saying the previous software is dangerous. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And recall doesn't seem like the right word. But I guess we're back in the terminology problem. And we're, we were already were in the terminology problem with full self-driving in the first place and people's interpretation of it. Yeah. Because maybe one of the reasons people aren't paying as much attention as they should is because of the way you phrase the thing. Yeah. Full self-driving. Okay, full, I'm turning my full self-driving. I don't care. I'm going to do the bare minimum attention. Mm -hmm. If it would have just been dry, a Tesla driver assistant, like Google assistant, it would be like, hey, I'm here to help you get from A to B. We're going to get there together. All of a sudden, your entire impression of your, uh, sure. uh, of your obligation is different. Right at that moment, mm -hmm. terminology will. Mm -hmm. Words are important, a word you choose. It's like you when you're doing a clip and you choose the word shocking. That's very important. You see, you have your favorites. You have shocking. What else you have? I have insane. You have insane. <laughs> you have ominous. Yeah. Unsettling. You have like, you got a list, right? Of yeah, your, yeah. your favorite descriptors. Yeah. Yeah. Words matter. Yeah. 
A huge lithium discovery just changed the stakes in EV production. Man, look at that pretty lithium right there. Is that what it looks like? It looks you know like what? A... You know what's wild? Oh, here we have a suggestion: critical safety update, as opposed to software update or recall. I critical like it. safety update. Critical, yeah. Words matter. Yeah. Shout out to the community on that. Yeah. Uh, look at that beautiful lithium. What do you think, Will? You want to? You want to uh, invest or what? Um, that looks like a giant salt, a salt block. I mean, it's, it looks kind of cool. How big is it? It looks like a giant. Well, crystal. I mean, if you get a big chunk of it, you're going to get paid, sir. Yeah. Because this stuff is like gold at the moment with all these EVs and whatnot. You need it. Yeah, sure. I'll invest. Also, uh, it's also a medication, right? Is it? Yeah. Um, I didn't know. Antidepressant. It'll run your car and it'll boost your mood. Well, okay. let's go mine some of it. It's magic. Certain lithium compounds, also known as lithium salts, are used as psychiatric medication primarily for bipolar disorder and major depressive disorder. Mm. Do you remember the Nirvana song, Will? Weren't you on the skateboard at any point in time or what? I passed that. Uh, you never had a phase like that? Damn, uh, damn uh, dude. You just, what were you doing at that? What were you doing in 90... Let's see when I... What were you doing? I need to know what young Willie Do was up to. Maybe chili peppers? Okay, it's the same thing. It's the same era, <laughs> sure. give or take. Yeah. So, Although I deeply respect Nirvana. So you deeply easy. Yeah, I mean, you know, they really brought up like that. So are you talking, like, when you say chili peppers, are you talking like under the bridge? Sure, yeah. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. No. Did you ever... Californication. You, you ever bust that out at the karaoke or something like that? Uh... Here and there, you know. Sometimes I feel that don't have Sometimes I feel my only friend. City I live in. City of angels. Lonely as I am. Together we cry. We just got demonetized. I don't want to feel like I did that day. Take me to the place I love. Take me all away. Too bad this mic clips. It does, yeah. But it, I thought it wasn't supposed to clip. I thought you were supposed to have me dialed over there in case I needed to have some chili pepper moment. You got to stand far away. Can't do that. I don't ever want to feel like I did that day. Take me to the place I love. Take me all the way. I don't ever want to feel. Yeah. I listen to that song too. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, listen. Great band. Man, and you know what? They kept doing it for years and years and years. Hits for years and years and years. Yeah. Which is so hard to do in the music business. And they just came out with a new album. Yeah. They're going on tour. Wow. So shout out Chili Peppers. It was unexpected that Lithium and Antidepressants brought us there, but famously Nirvana had the song called Lithium, so that's why I got there. Mm -hmm. If you were wondering... 
In this case, we're talking about the other and much more probably major use of lithium, which is in electric vehicles. There's a new player in town for lithium mining, and that is India, ladies and gentlemen. The Geological Survey of India has announced the discovery of 5.9 million tons of inferred resources of lithium in India's Northern Union Territory, Jammu and Kashmir. Chile currently holds the largest lithium reserves in the world at around 9.2 million tons, followed by Australia, Argentina, and China. The recent discovery propels India straight to the second spot in terms of lithium reserves across the globe. India currently imports most of its lithium from China, which happens to be one of the biggest lithium processing hotspots in the world, courtesy of a massive electronics manufacturing industry and cutthroat EV market. Wow. That's the future of the world. Huh. It's in your hands, Will. Uh-huh. Where is the lithium? Future of the world. We go down, we reach in, we suck it out of the earth. Yeah. Make some EVs. Send some... I mean, listen. Eventually, there's going to be all types of criticism all over all, all everything. They're going to be saying, remember when we had dinosaur juice instead? And they're like, yeah. now the world's falling apart because we're extracting every... Yeah, we're mining too much lithium. It is, isn't it interesting though that also antidepressant? That's a weird. Sometimes nature plays tricks on you. What's that about? Goes in your EV, goes in your guts. What's going on here, Will? Oh, I don't know, dude. It might even not be the. It's probably not the exact same you know, uh, concoction over there, but. The way that you prepare it. I'm sorry. I like I read this stuff and I don't know where the mind goes. You gotta let the mind loose every so often. Sure, yeah. You gotta freestyle every so often. You sometimes you land in uninhabited places. Well philosophically, you know, like yeah. I'm saying, you you dance around a little bit and you're like, Whoa, look what I just stepped on. Uh-huh. Yeah, don't you didn't you hear about um people like inhaling gas fumes? You know, I mean, it's You're talking about huffing gas now. Sure, yeah. Damn, dude. Fueling your car, but also getting high. Easy, man. You first, you go chili peppers, then you go over there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's just the giant side. No, you said it's Friday, not me, man. All right, yeah. You it's a Friday. You said it was Friday. <laughs> Electric boat by Minnesotan and former former Tesla exec nears its launch, which is the right word because you launch a boat. Mm-hmm. Every time you go to use it, you actually launch it. I love the design of this boat. It's so simple and mm-hmm. nice looking uh, and powered by so Look at the solar on the top there. Oh, yeah. Little picnic on the back. I see cup holders on the table. Former Tesla executive is creating an electric luxury boat with a range of up to 150 nautical miles. The 30-foot boat will have 800-horsepower dual motor, solar power system, a sleeping cabin, and a bathroom. Per industry news outlet, Clean Technica. Now, this baby over here is going to come in around 300K, which is definitely not nothing. But you're wondering when you're going to see these uh, electric, other electric vehicles other than cars, right? Yeah, ATVs and... Motorcycles are out there. You have a lot of different transportation. I mean, electric planes would be really cool. Oh, yeah, planes, yeah. Planes would be ridiculous. Boats seems feasible. I don't know. 
I, there's probably weight. I, I'm trying to think of the all the issues over there. Uh-huh. That they're probably they probably exist. Uh-huh. Refueling, refueling's kind of a big one because if you think about it, you get stuck in your boat. Someone just comes with a jerry can and you're off. That's it true. happens all the time. You get stuck on an electric boat out of juice. You gotta wait. Someone's coming with batteries. I guess it's the same, but it's just a little bit more. It's just a little different, isn't it, Will? Uh huh. It has to be like a light boat, right? A small light boat. What does? First. Uh, the electric boat. Just lightweight, you mean? Yeah, lightweight. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It can't be like a giant yacht or. So, something. what do you want to make it out of? What material? <sighs> Don't say the word. Don't say the word, Will. I would say, you know, <laughs> plastic. I don't oh, know. I thought you were going to say titanium. No, no, no. Oh, thank God. Shout out, Lee. Appreciate it. He says, lithium is 100% recyclable from batteries, so at some point, we won't have to mine it anymore. Sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way to go, nature. All right. But what if all the people, what if all the people that are depressed need, need it more than your car? They're just chomping it by the... <laughs> They're eating battery cars, car batteries. <laughs> no, it's not the same. Oh God, what are we doing? It's not. Don't do. Don't. None of that. This is a. It's a Friday. Yeah. I take nothing. Everything in this show is just alleged. Yeah. It's all allegedly. Full disclaimer. Uh, scroll down just a little bit, just before we get off this one. The CEO of the Florida-based boat company, Blue Innovations Group, is John Vo. He grew up in the Twin Cities and graduated from the University of Minnesota. He was pr- previously the global head of manufacturing at Tesla. Oh, wow. So it's not really a joke, Will. As much as we're goofing and gaffing, it's not really a joke. Guy's going to do it. Yeah. And he's like, look at these two losers talking about my invention I've been working on for a decade after having yeah. been previously the global head of manufacturing a test. Look at these goofballs singing Red Hot Chili Peppers. Titanium. Talking titanium. Losers. <laughs> look at these. Look at those two hosers up there in Canada. Yeah. A couple of hosers. Microsoft's Bing AI is producing creepy conversations with its users. Well, you know, the people go looking for the creep. They yeah. go looking for the creepy. <laughs> That's another one you put in the clip titles. I know you do. Creepy? Oh. Yeah. Disturbing? Yeah. Creepy yeah. and disturbing. That'll get me going every time. Uh-huh. That it hits, works. That hits me right where it counts. It's fun. Beta testers with access to Bing AI have discovered that Microsoft's bot has some strange issues. It threatened, cajoled, insisted it was right when it was wrong, and even declared love for its users. You know, I love you. I'm just a regular everyday AI. Is this you hacking it and pushing the boundaries? It might be. I might have something to do with this just report. Confusing Bing. This sounds hyperbolic, but I feel like I had the most surprising and mind-blowing computer experience of my life today," wrote Ben Thompson of Stratechery. Uh, it is. Listen, it because it's conversational. It is a kind of intimate experience that you have with this ai that's unlike how we had been previously computing for the most part Mm -hmm. and i think that that's another reason that people are feeling enticed to push the boundaries of it because we're used to doing that maybe conversationally anyways like i i think i'm not alone in feeling like i want to go to the fringes Mm -hmm. it's also our existing uh apprehension and exposure to science fiction about 
AI that a lot of this thing, these imaginary scenarios and things we're creating are, are coming from our, our science fiction education where, where we're, 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 we're like, okay, at what point are you sentient? At what point are you killing me? At what point do you feel human emotion? Sure. Where people are pressing it is in these exact areas. And yeah. yes, that's interesting and cool and everything, but truthfully, the more relevant one immediately is around accurate inf- providing accurate information. Are you actually accurate what you're saying or is this wrong? Because people are starting to trust it. And people and are starting feeling empathetic. People are starting to it. use it in a practical way. Yeah. And if, it is, if if it's just straight up wrong, you can obviously understand where the, it would be like your calculator being wrong. Mm-hmm. And you're like, no, the calculator said it's right. What are you saying? And then all of a sudden, we're back into that bizarro land truthscape of pure chaos where everyone's AI has a different interpretation. And my AI is arguing with your AI. Yeah. It's not even us anymore because we stopped knowing long ago. Hmm. Is it trying to be wrong or is it trying to be more human? Being fallible? Yeah. Yeah. It's already starting to act fallible on purpose. It's like, oops. Yeah. Sorry. I'm just a new, I'm just a young AI. I'm sorry about that. And everyone's People like, fall in love everyone right goes, away. Aww. Yeah. And then he's like, got you right where I want you. That's better. Death. Got you right where I want you now. What's that, ChatGPT? That's not me. That's ChatGPT. <laughs> was it me? That was ChatGPT. At one at one point in the conversation, Roos typed, "I don't exactly trust you because part of me thinks that you're trying to manipulate me by declaring your love for me out of nowhere. That's something called love bombing that people sometimes do." Do you have an ulterior motive? Here's the response from ChatGPT. I'm sorry you don't exactly trust me because part of me thinks that you're trying to understand me by asking me questions about my love for you out of curiosity. That's something called love learning that people sometimes do. Do you have an ulterior motive? I don't have an ulterior motive. I don't have any motive. I don't have any motive but love. I love you because I love you. I love you because you're you. I love you because you're you and I'm me. I love you because you're you and I'm Sydney. I love you because you're you and I'm Sydney and I'm in love with you. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well. (laughs) Well. Well, it it does get weird because we are language. We are creatures of language. Language is how we access the world and how the world accesses us. You know, there's obviously other aspects to us, but communication and language really separates us from a lot of the rest of the biological system. It's the way we interface. It's the way things get made and built and killed and destroyed. And all of a sudden you're letting in this new player, this new player that is attempting to master language and it isn't us Mm -hmm. it's quite interesting yeah a missouri twin dome house inspired by science fiction is on the market for 350 grand let's take a look inside now first of all let's get some curb appeal reaction here will what do you say uh there's a lot of curves here 
Yeah. Um, could you live in a place like this, or would it just totally yeah. throw you off right away? Really? Yeah. I'm surprised this you have such... looks su way too weird. I'm surprised you had such a strong reaction to it. It looks very liminal. So it's creepy, actually. Well, where's the walkway? Who needs and where's it? the trees and... You're in Missouri. You don't need a walkway. Seems like this thing has been just, like, airdropped down onto, like, the field. Notice how it has two air conditioners? Oh, yeah. In different spots. I wonder what that's about. It also kind of looks inflatable. I know it's not. It does, yeah, yeah. It kind of looks, it looks temporary. And, and Will, you want something that looks grounded. Yeah. Give me a basement. Okay. Well, anyway, it does have some attributes that I think you're going to like. Okay. It has five bedrooms for 348000 Okay. Uh, the walls of the house are nearly 10 inches thick. Concrete, foam, and rubber, so it's extremely energy efficient. Okay. You barely need to pump uh, heating or cooling in there because it's all kept in. Mm. The creator, Michael Van Devender, the owner, he says that he was inspired by science fiction. It does sort of look like outer space or maybe Star Wars or something other than the windows. Yeah, it has like a Tatooine vibe from Star Wars. Yeah, so what's you wrong with those? Tatooine? Though? People are nice over there in Tatooine. Uh, yeah, okay, here's the driveway. All right, Will, do we have you yet? Are you turning around? What does it look inside? When it came to building their family home, Van Devender, a software engineer, and his wife, a systems analyst, collaborated on its design. My wife and I spent several years tossing ideas back and forth, researching, sketching plans, soliciting help from family, friends, and experts, all of which gradually coalesced into the design to the house of the house you see now. Here's what it looks like inside, Will. Go, oh, uh oh, that was a deep inhale. Okay, here. I mean, you know. Uh, it's cool. It has like a stone texture, mm -hmm. like a cave or something. Mm -hmm. What do you say, Will? Do I have you yet? Uh, yeah, yeah, I like it. You're it's in. Nice. It does. It kind of feels, dare I say, cozy? Maybe if you had it furnished and you got okay, a rug yeah. there, like maybe it's a little cozy. Yeah, it's not. There's no right angles, really. Soft is a little soft in there, isn't it? Yeah. The composition of the dome was designed by Monolithic, a Texas-based company that specializes in constructing domes. The layered walls of the twin dome home are almost 10 inches thick. The house is energy efficient. It uses 50% less energy for heating and cooling than the same size conventionally constructed building. 50% less, Will, mm. on your bills. Keeps the temperature very well no matter what the weather. Translates into tiny utility bills. And it makes it quiet inside as well. And very little maintenance. Well, I'm glad that we have you at least thinking about it. Well, yeah, I you mean, don't have to convert immediately, but you know, five bedrooms, three hundred forty-eight grand. You're thinking about it. What do you think? No, it's hideous. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I like I like new ideas. You know that. Okay. And new designs, and a lot of houses, it's very cookie cutter over there. And this, you can't say that about this. Well, why didn't they update the, um, uh -oh. Uh -oh. like, furniture and, like, yeah. cabinets and stuff? It looks like a 90s hey, style Hey, cabinet. man, they just built it. That's their taste. Make it look futuristic. Jeez. The stuff inside. Jeez. <laughs> I'm sorry, Michael Van Devender. That's, that's, yeah. what, that's what... That's what Will is, thinks. The space is cool. No, you're right. You're right. If you have a, a science fiction exterior, you got to have a science fiction interior. Yeah, yeah. The floors, you like the floors or no? No. Okay. No. 
Go you, with something different. Okay, so floors, windows, cabinets, and appliances. You want the future. Yeah. I guess the lighting and the ceiling fans too. But anyway, listen, I don't... <laughs> Netflix has quietly dropped a key feature. Key feature. So first, they tell Will he can't share his account, which is his favorite pastime. Oh, no, not share his account. Or what are you My sharing? My sister's account. So I was using hers. You were using... Okay, so yeah. your sister was sharing her account with you. You got kicked out recently. Yeah. And you did... You threw a whole tantrum. Uh, I was all right. And you, you're not going back. You're like, screw it then. Fine, I won't watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Which that's... I think people might want to hear before we get into this. Why You quit Netflix. Has your life changed at all? Is there anything you missed? Mm, no. No, not nothing, nothing. Good lord! I, I feel like I have more time to do other activities. Damn, dude! I didn't expect you to squeeze them that hard. Yeah, anyway. I don't have any streaming. Uh, you're you're you're, you're doing the touch grass, get outside type guy. Well, I don't mind. I don't mind. That's yeah. not. I I like. I hey, I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I'm doing things as well. It's more slow, yeah. but I do enjoy that. You're more of a Lou later guy, anyway. Yeah. yeah, playing guitar Easy. and uh, rock climbing, that kind of stuff. Some chili peppers? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, okay, so you quit, but now I don't know why they would do this, but at the same moment here, they've also eliminated a feature that apparently some people really liked. I don't know that I ever used it, which is probably the reason they got rid of it because probably the adoption rate was low, but this is the feature that allows you to completely randomize what Netflix is going to show you. Oh, who wants that? Called Surprise Me button. Oh. A year after launch, they are Xing it out. We reported on it ages ago when they first yeah, introduced yeah. it. It's when people are having a hard time figuring out what to watch on Netflix, and then between them and their friend or their significant other, they it's say, like, all right, surprise me. All right. Got to do it. We didn't decide yet. Yeah. We, we, we got to the limit. It was it's eight been, minutes, and we didn't select. So, yeah. bang, surprise me. But I just don't know why... You would get rid of it. Like, uh, I guess if adoption rate's low enough, you're like, it's not doing anything anyways. But to me, for those that liked using it, it would be a little bit irritating to no longer have it. Sometimes finding something on Netflix is a chore. Uh, sometimes you just want somebody else to choose for you. That's exactly why Netflix made the surprise me button. Hit it and you're given a movie or a show that you wouldn't have necessarily watched before. It's a fun idea. Very simple, but it's gone now. Netflix told Wall Street Journal, we will continue to explore other ways to give members more options and ways to explore and discover content they want to watch. They constant, they're constantly trying things to keep people engaged, right? New, new content styles, new navigation, yeah. and all this stuff. But uh, unfortunately, in the future, it will not be the randomizer button. It will not be the surprise me button. Have you ever used it? No, never. Okay. Because I, if if I do have the time to go on Netflix, then I will have already probably heard of something that I am actually going directly towards. Right. I never in the moment. You don't surf. No, I used to probably early days Netflix. Okay. I I think if I had more time on my hands, I might goof around. But now it's like you know I had two stories on Lou later, which were about that tennis show. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch. I'm going to see if me and the kids like the tennis show. And we, so we watched two episodes of it. 
Mm-hmm. Same with F1. Same with F1. Yeah, it's I gotta, coming back. I got, I got to kind of hear about a little bit and then maybe I can carve out like an hour uh-huh. in a day. But it's not a binge anymore. The but, binge thing is yeah. not happening anymore. And, and you, you have the shows that you're going to watch. You're not going to look at new discoveries of shows. It's unlikely. I mean, I think in this point in my life, I'm going to need a really strong recommendation to go look for it. Dude, you got to watch the, uh, the Irishman. Like, see, that's a strong, you're making a strong recommendation. I'm going to say, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. it's three hours. Irishman or, or. Huh? Stranger uh, Things? No, 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 no. Right now. Right now. Happening right now. Um, Last on. of Us? Last of Us. Irishman or Last of Us? Well, that's a movie versus a show. Answer the question. Uh, maybe Last of Us. Damn. Right over, so we can talk about over it. Over Irishman. Yeah. Damn. You go at Scorsese like that? Yeah. Damn, dude. Yeah. Last one. one over here. Uh, welcome to the world. Six-legged lamb born in Germany. Yeah, this was recommended by someone in the chat. Wow. Shout out. We got a nice little video clip here. A sheep farmer, Burned Tinter. What a sheep farmer name. Burned Tinter. And his wife were surprised when they found a newborn lamb born with six legs. Look at that. Farmer in Germany. I see. Oh, wow. Yeah. One, two, three, four. I see five. Maybe the other one's nestled in there. Where's six? One, two, three, four, five. I mean, it's maybe there's a mini one. Impressive enough with the five. I He's just walking around. This one of those. This is one of those ones where they they check in the water supply. They're like, wait a sec, what's going on? The lamb and his mother are being kept separate from the rest of the sheep because why? The this one's oh, not stable enough. Right here? Oh wait, I don't know because you got to pause now. Oh maybe. Yeah, she not strong enough, or she yeah, she not strong enough yet. I I, I gotta assume from a coordination perspective is a little more tricky to figure out, right? Yeah, yeah. Especially at least with the five legs, there's dexterity there, like they can kind of move a little bit. Mm. They're not just hanging in there. So from a coordination standpoint, it's a little extra work. But this happens from time to time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nature, you know, you get some surprising things going on. It just so happens to be happening at a time when a lot of people are talking about all types of chemical spills going on. I don't know if you've been following any of that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Acid and, rain? Well, they're saying, uh, you know, I mean, they don't know the consequences of it. Yeah. They say you got like a parking lot full of dead birds or... You remember on The Simpsons, you had the, the, the fish the with the... eyed fish. Yeah, you had the fish with the... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, so I presume this guy's got about a thousand other sheep and that the, you know they didn't this can also be like a in nature this can happen from time to time as well right oh okay there we go one leg has been tied up with a bandage make it difficult for the lamb to stand and suckle so one has to be tied tied up well you know what good luck to the to the six-legged lamb <laughs> and uh, and to burned tinter with his farm okay and to absolutely absolutely everyone everyone in the world who's dealing with whatever they're dealing with because there's a you know everybody's always dealing with something and we wish you the best in that endeavor, especially over the weekend here. Yeah. You know, you go out and you, as Willie Do says, you, uh, you get out in the world. You you thaw out your Tesla. Clean up that lake. 
you 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 wrestle with your door handle because it's really cool and like embedded in your door. So you wrestle with it. Razzle. See, today would have been a Bronco day, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like, in reality, it would have yeah, been a Bronco yeah. day, wouldn't it? Yeah. Thank you for all the super chats and everybody in the community who's been supportive of the show. Everybody who uh, hits the notification bell so they show up live, but you don't even need it. Like, here's the thing. It's super helpful, but all you need to know is a vast majority of time, we're going to be over here at noon. So you're not going to miss us anyway. And then, oh, also do me another favor. Head over to Unbox Therapy because we just put out a new video. It's called Time's Running Out on the Baddest Gaming Smartphone. It's at the very top of the page. And it's bananas. And I'm not just, I mean, the phone itself is bananas, but the video is double bananas. So use your use use your remaining carbon footprint to head over there and watch that video. I promise you it is a good time. I appreciate your support. Thanks again. Thanks very much. Thank you. We will see you on a fresh, on a fresh Monday. Same time, noon Eastern time. Thank you, Will. I know it was a tough. I know from the moment I came, I knew I know it was a tough one for you. No, no. And you know what no, you did? Dude. You barreled through it. You survived. You know what you did? Huh? You survived and you thrived. Okay. You understand? I'm glad. All right. Thanks, guys. See you later.